Hello and welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I am your host, Sarah. I'm a business coach and life coach, and I'm so happy to be here today. Um, We're going to be talking about something that I literally go over with clients all the time, and that is the messages that we send to ourselves and how they impact our confidence levels and our self-esteem. Because so much of how we view the world is also how we view ourselves. And so much of what we believe we can accomplish and what we actually do accomplish is rooted in how we think and how we view ourselves. Literally everything we do, the people we choose to interact with, the things that we choose to accomplish, everything is based off of how we view ourselves, what we think that we're capable of, and how far we end up taking it in in the end, right? And so I meet with a lot of women who have just a lot of negative self-talk because they believe that is what they are worthy of. And at the end of the day, if we can take off, I notice like when they choose to, because I can't tell them, right? It's not going to work. But if they choose to remove those blocks that they've put in their path, then they can make it so much further. And so I want us to just take the opportunity right now to take an inventory of the messages that we're sending to ourselves, just a blank sheet of paper. And on the left side, I want us to write the five things that we wish we were doing or the five things that like we just want to be, maybe they're roles, maybe they are bucket list items, maybe they're attributes, whatever they are, okay? And then on the other half of the page, I want to write what are the top five things that I most consistently tell myself throughout the day? And you might know them off the top of your head, or you might just need to like kind of take an audit and just say, okay, over the next three days, like whenever I think something about myself, I'm going to write it down and then see what is recurring. And this is such a helpful practice because it helps you notice what you're feeding yourself because what you feed yourself is what you end up being and how you end up treating yourself, how you end up viewing yourself, and oftentimes even how you view the people around you. If you are very cynical about yourself, it's really hard to not be cynical about the people around you as well. So after looking at both sides, who you want to be and who you're telling yourself that you are, I want us to see if there's any difference, and if there is, how we want to cope with that. And then I want us to do some deep digging. In terms of the difference and in terms of why we are telling ourselves certain things about ourselves, I'm fat, I'm just, I have no experience, I could never do that whatever thing, why am I like this? Just anything, right? All of those things. And then I want us to ask, what is the purpose of this message? Just take them one by one. What is the purpose of telling myself that I'm fat? 
Well, maybe the purpose is that if I keep telling myself I'm fat, then I won't eat as much, even though I know that I'm not really fat. I just feel fat and I keep telling myself that I am. But if I keep telling myself, then I'll eat less and then maybe I'll be skinnier one day. And then after you like look into that, just be like, okay, is that actually helping me with my goal? If my goal is to be healthy and my current way of doing that is to say over and over again to myself, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. I can't. I just, I need to have carrot sticks instead of the cheesecake, right? Then we have a really warped version of ourselves that we keep telling ourselves in order to protect ourselves from something. So we're trying to protect ourselves from getting fat, so to speak, right? And so if that is not helping and it's dragging you down and the way we know it's not helping is if you feel like you have to punish yourself and you have to tell yourself mean things in order for your inner workings to cooperate with you, that's a really negative way to view life, to view behavior. Maybe that is how you were treated as a child and that's why you're doing it now. I don't know. But regardless, it's not really working right now, right? It's not helping you feel good about yourself and have the ultimate goal of being healthy. So what is a way that we could reframe that to be better? And it might need to be a situation where you just like take a step back and you say, okay, what actually is my goal, right? Instead of what is my fear? Oh, I don't want to be fat. What is the goal? Oh, well, I don't know. I've just been running away from this one thing because I'm so scared that I don't want to think about the positive thing. Well, you know what? We operate a lot better off of the do sentences instead of the do not sentences. So even young children, right? If you say, I can't have you pour water all over the living room. Instead of saying that, you can say, hey, we're going to do some pouring on the back porch. Here's five colorful cups and we're going to practice pouring, right? So if you can tell them what to do instead of what not to do, number one, it helps fulfill the need that they have, right? They are, they have motor abilities that they're trying to hone. They have adventure, like all of these things, right? We need to cater towards that instead of, oh, just don't do that. Guess what? We're the same way as an, as an adult, right? If we're just telling ourselves, oh my gosh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say that. Don't be like that. Don't, right? It's not going to work out very well for us because we're going to be in this constant state of fear and this constant state of scarcity. And instead, we need to be thinking about what to bring into our lives instead of what to push out. Which leads me to one other thing that I go over with clients is to instead of focusing on bringing in the weeds and saying, oh my gosh, like I just am so behind and I'm not smart enough and I am such a burden. And like instead of all of those weeds, can we bring in roses? Can we bring in, wow, you're really good at this. And this is not to say that we need to be like, turning a blind eye to our weak spots, but 
what it does mean is that we notice our weak spots and then we fulfill the need instead of punishing ourselves around it. So when we're trying to get rid of like the quote-unquote bad things or the unwanted things in our life, instead of saying, okay, screen time needs to be only two hours today, right? Instead of saying that, let's focus on bringing in a rose. Let's focus on bringing in something good. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to start this new hobby of painting and I just can't wait. Do you see how when we bring in painting, screen time will probably inevitably go down because we brought something into our lives that we want to shift our focus to. So instead of creating a vacuum and just saying, no, like we can't do this, we need to instead say, instead of this, I'm going to do this. I always tell my clients as well that when something feels off in our lives, it's often because a bunch of things have stacked up, a bunch of things have piled up, right? So if you think of a river, like back in the day when they were doing logging and they would like chop down the trees and then put them in the river to like help ship them down the river. Um, oftentimes, you know, they would hit some rocks, hit some boulders, pile up, and there would be a backlog. And ultimately what someone had to do is they had to go to the front and just straighten up some logs, move some things, realign some things, and then inevitably all of the logs were good. So clients will often come to me with a backlog and they're just like, oh my gosh, Sarah, you have no idea. Like I'm just struggling so bad. I am like doing this and this and this. I have bad eating habits. I have bad exercise habits. I have bad social habits. I, my romantic relationship is falling apart. Like all of those, right? And I say, okay, all right. No, this is definitely difficult. We definitely are going to work on this, but instead of saying, okay, what's our nutrition plan? Because I'm not a nutritionist. (laughs) If you come to me and you're like, hey, I want to work on nutrition, I will help you with the mindset side, but I will quickly also refer you to a nutritionist, right? So the mindset side is, okay, what is going on in your life right now that makes you feel like you need to cope with food? Or what is going on in your life that is making you feel like you can't exercise consistently? The issue is that it's not that you are not exercising. It's not that you're lazy. It's not that you just can't have any self-control. It's not like all of these really like bad messages you're sending to yourself, right? It's because somewhere the logs are misaligned and we need to work on that thing as opposed to being like, all right, why are you so lazy? Why aren't you exercising? Okay, I need you to exercise at least 30 minutes every day and then come back to your next session and report back if you did it or not. Like, that's not what we do. That's not what we do because I know that you want to exercise. Your body wants to be healthy, but what message are you telling yourself to tell yourself that you can't and or what is misaligned in your life to make you have unhealthy habits? Because if we can fix that issue, then all the backlogs straighten out and get to where they need to be. So I have, um, I have my clients look at several different areas of their life. I have them look at their social life, their family life, 
their relationships, um, primarily their romantic relationships and five closest friends. I have them look at their spiritual life, their financial life, okay? And instead of being like, hey, why are you going over budget? Like, what's going on here, right? Because I'm not a financial planner and I'm not going to hold them to some arbitrary budget, right? I, instead, I say, Kate, it's great that you have a budget. It's hard that you're not sticking to it. What is misaligned to make you feel like you need to compensate? Oh, well, my work life really sucks. And like, I just, I really just cannot. And, and so after a long day of work, what really helps me is going to Target and getting a new candle and getting a new pillow and getting, right? So the issue is not that they're just overspending left and right because why not? And they're just super frivolous and like all these things. They're fulfilling a need that they have to be respected and to be safe. And so they're not feeling safe. They're going to Target to get a candle and a pillow and a blanket to feel safer at home because work is not helping them feel safe, right? So if we can help work, then the spending problem will go away. So instead of focusing on the weeds, we need to be bringing in the roses, right? We need to be like, okay, where's where's the need? And what beautiful thing can we put there to help out, right? Okay, so back to the work situation. Oh my gosh, like work is just awful and I, I can't do it anymore. Okay, great. So what is a beautiful thing that you're looking forward to? Well, I've always wanted to like go and work at a cupcake shop as opposed to like the job I'm doing. Great. That's something you're excited about. That's something you're working towards. That's something that aligns with your lifestyle right now. So you go and grab that rose. You grab that thing, that rose plant, and you come and you plant it in your garden instead of looking at it longingly from over the fence where all you have are those pokey weeds. Um, and it's going to just turn out a lot better because you have to live in your garden. That's That's the other thing, right? Is that you ultimately are in charge of your life. And so often I have women come to me and they forget that they're the ones that are actually in charge, right? So they'll be like, oh my gosh, like I really need to be doing this thing. And I'm like, great. Yeah. Where is that coming from? Oh, I don't know. I just, my friend tells me that that's the thing to do. Do you feel like that's the thing to do? And it sounds so silly, you know, after the fact, but truly we have so many narratives going on in our head. And we have so many other opinions that we're entertaining. Here's the news I've got for you today. This is your story and you can hit people with as severe of a plot twist as you feel whenever necessary. Not because you're trying to shock your audience, but because guess what? This is your life and actually um, that's not how screenplays work, right? We do not really go up and perform the play and like halfway halfway through the play be like okay so like what do you guys expect from this and no 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 right the writer has written it all out the producer and the director have gotten all of it the costumes are already made the lines are already memorized and guess what you get to perform exactly what you feel is necessary the audience is not the script writer you are the script writer So whenever, wherever, however necessary, you get to make U-turns, you get to make 
like completely different decisions. Um, if somebody has been planning on you going to medical school for the last 10 years and you say, hey, guess what? Um, I'm going to be a nomad <laughs> and I'm going to be a photographer. Fantastic. And if if the people in your life are having a hard time with that, guess what? It, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you can take into account people's advisement. You could <laughs> thank you. I will take that under advisement. It should be one of the most common things that you think instead of, gosh, am I wrong? Should I wait? What? No, 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 no. Right. Just take what they say, put it under advisement, think about it, be logical, see how you feel. And then toss it out the window or keep it accordingly, right? So you are in control. You're in complete control. So when it comes to finding a place of more empowerment, we need to first start with the messages we're currently telling ourselves and the messages we want to tell ourselves and see what the difference is and see what is causing us to send these negative messages, right? And then we need to communicate with ourselves. How we can we communicate with a toddler? What is the need here? What are you needing? What experiences are you needing? And then make a safe environment for that to happen. And then we need to think about the fact that we can have complete control over our gardens, right? Instead of focusing on all these negative things and what we should be avoiding and what we want to keep out and just like constantly pulling out the weeds, right? Let's just pull out all the weeds once and for all, plant some roses, put some mulch down and call it a day, right? You're going to have a lot less weeds than if you're just like pulling out a weed here, but entertaining another weed here. Like, why are you so lazy, right? Like, Instead of entertaining the weeds and sending the negative messages to ourselves and instead of saying, wow, I really need to focus on not doing this thing. Let's focus on what we do want to bring in. Let's focus on bringing in all of the beautiful things that we want in our lives. And then we will have also complete control over what happens, right? Maybe this year it's a rose garden, okay? But maybe next year it's completely different. We're doing peonies and petunias and poppies. Who cares? You are the one that needs to care, okay? You are the one planning the garden and ultimately you are going to be best equipped to plant the garden that you feel is best for you in your life, for your needs, for your excitements and passions. Nobody can dictate that. And it's important that we remember that at all times. So as you go throughout the week, I hope that this helps you find a little bit more empowerment, a little bit more grace and love towards yourself and honestly, a lot more productivity and excitement. Go ahead and feel free to reach out to me and my team at uh, sarahsimplethoughts at gmail.com as well as Instagram at sarahrebeccacoaching. I always love to hear your stories. I love to hear how you've been implementing throughout the week, what questions you have, and additionally, what topics you're looking to have covered in the podcast. And until next time, I... Hope that you have a wonderful week. 